You're listening to Public Domain Players. Letter from Mrs. Mina Harker to her friend Lucy Westenra, unopened by the deceased, the 17th of September. My dearest Lucy, it seems an age since I heard from you, or indeed since I wrote. You will pardon me, I know, for all my faults, when I tell you my news. I have been reunited with my Jonathan, and we are now on our way back to England as man and wife. Poor Jonathan. He is so thin and weak-looking now. He does not remember anything that has happened to him while he was staying with the Count. Or at least, that's what he wants me to believe. I shall not press the matter, for fear of causing a relapse in his condition. How are you feeling? I am ever so longing to hear from you. Your dearest, Mina. Home at last. Happy to be back. More than you can imagine. I don't plan on leaving England for a very long while. I'm glad to hear it. I hope Lucy's not upset with me. I haven't heard anything from her since I told her of our marriage. You don't think she could resent you for that, do you? Lucy's young, but I never thought her to be spiteful. All the same. I hope she's all right. She looked dreadful the last time I saw her. Oh, Bother! I think I left my gloves on the train. I'll be right back. Extra! Extra! Read all about the mysterious blue for lady! Children stolen in the dead of night! Read all about it! A boy! Well, one paper, please. It'll be tuppence. Here you go. There you are, boss. Mysterious blue for lady! Read all about it! The neighbourhood of Hampstead is in a state of unprecedented fear as another child was stolen from its bed late last night. This is the third in a series of disappearances by what witnesses have described as a pale, fair-haired lady dressed all in white. The child... Oh! Forgive me, sir. I wasn't paying attention to where I was going. I would advise you to be more careful. Carelessness can prove deadly. Good day. No. No. It can't be. It's not possible. I found them, thank goodness. Mina, did you see him? Did you see him? Who? That tall man walking away. Oh, God. I don't believe it. He's grown even younger. What are you talking about? Him! The Count! God in heaven! It's my worst nightmare come true! Jonathan. Jonathan, listen to me. You are with me now. It's all right. Come on. There's be a coach waiting for us. Come along, Jonathan. God protect me. God protect us all. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me here today. Can I offer any of you a drink? Look, Professor, why don't we cut straight to the point? 
It's been three days since Lucy's funeral, and you still haven't told us what's going on. All in good time, my friends. I shall explain all presently. But I must ask each of you to keep an open mind as I explain myself. Jack, you observed the young lady yourself. Given her set of symptoms, how would you have diagnosed her? Are you quite serious? Yes. You were with her much longer than I. Did you notice anything unusual in her condition? Well, there was the loss of color in the face and extremities, chronic fatigue, loss of appetite. Given the set of symptoms, on a first glance, I would have said that she was suffering from anemia. What about her other symptoms? The nightmares, the sudden aggression? I... I couldn't say. Come, Jack, you must learn to think beyond the limits of science alone. The world is not as black and white as we wish to think. There are still certain things, hypnotism, materialization, the reading of thoughts... What are you talking about, Professor? Forgive me, I sometimes find myself getting carried away. You noticed the two puncture wounds on Miss Lucy's throat, did you not? Puncture wounds? Didn't she say it was an accident with a safety pin? In her delirious state, that is only what she thought happened. The truth of the matter is far worse. Keep us in suspense no longer, Professor. What happened to Lucy? She was attacked by a member of the Nosferatu. Nosferatu? One of the undead. If this is some sort of sick oh, joke... Oh, Professor, do be serious. This is this morning's edition of the Westminster Gazette. Reports of children being abducted in the night by a mysterious bluefer lady. Oh, surely some local fairy story. What does this have to do with Lucy? If you read the reports of those taken, you will note that the child is always found early the next morning, extremely weak, and with those same two puncture wounds on their neck. I see. You think that whatever made those holes in Lucy's throat is now making them in the throats of these children? If only it were so simple. Then out with it, man. What are you trying to tell us? They are being made by Miss Lucy. Are you mad? Would that I were. Madness was easy to bear compared with truth like this. That's impossible. Lucy is dead. I lowered her into the mausoleum myself. It's bad enough for a man to lose his father and fiancé in the same week, Professor. But this disgusting charade of yours, this is too far. Please, my friend, I do not say this to hurt you. I tell you because I know you loved her, and it is why even now I need your help. What is it you want? I do not expect you to believe my word alone. I ask that you come with me tonight to the churchyard, where Lucy is now buried. There you will see for yourself what needs to be done. I won't allow this! Can't you let her rest in peace? It is for that very purpose that I must do the task ahead of me. Arthur, I know you loved her. If you come with me tonight to the tomb, and we see nothing, you may call me every disgraceful name you can imagine me. And I promise, I promise I shall trouble you all no longer. Will you come? I'll come, Professor. Thank you, my good man. I'll come, too. Even if it is a fool's errand. Arthur? Very well, Professor.
Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Dracula. My name is James Wipert. I am the creator and executive producer of Public Domain Players. Just wanted to jump in here quick, as usual, and let you know where you can find us online. Public Domain Players is on Twitter, at Public Players, and on Instagram, at Public Domain Players. If you want to post about the show online, go ahead and do that anywhere on social media, but be sure to use the hashtag PDPDracula. It lets us follow along and see what people are saying about the show, which is a lot of fun. You can also go ahead and just tag us in anything you might be saying. That's an easy way for us to see it as well. If you'd like to support us, you can do that at patreon.com slash publicdomainplayers. On Patreon, you can start at just $1 a month, and you get access to all kinds of fun things that I'll go over at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, so just be sure to share the show with your friends and family, be it online or in person. Word of mouth is a fantastic way to help spread the show. We don't pay for any direct advertising, so being shared among you, our listeners, as you share it out with everybody you know, really goes a very long way for us. Okay, I don't want to keep us away from the action any longer, so let's get back to the episode. See you at the end. <sighs> what time is it? Half past five. The sun ought to be coming up soon. Well, Professor, we've been here all night, and it looks like your specter failed to make an appearance. Might as well start packing up your things. Au contraire, my friend. Now is the time to prepare. What is that? The host. The undead cannot bear its touch. By making a ring around the door of the room with its pieces, the Nosferatu cannot enter. <laughs> all right. I think we've humored this long enough. You can all spend the rest of your night hunting for boogeymen. As for me, I'm going to bed. <laughs> what in the hell? Quickly, she comes. Hide yourselves. Please, miss. Please, let me go. Please. I, I just want to go home. Shh. Do not cry, my darling. This is to be your home now. There, there. It shall all be over soon. (laughs) Come back. Come back. (laughs) What is this? Why can't I pass? Who is there? Come out. There's no use trying to hide. Show yourselves. Lucy! Arthur. Arthur. Arthur, is that you? Oh, Arthur. My darling. You've come for me at last. I, I, I don't believe it. Lucy? Alive? No, that is not your Lucy. She is now herself undead. Stay back from her, all of you. Oh, come to me, Arthur. Do not believe their lies. Leave these others and come to me. My arms are 
hungry for you. Come, and we can rest together. Come, my darling husband. Come. Yes. Yes. Oh, Lucy. Stop! Cower, demon, before the Holy Cross. You see, this is not your Lucy. This is an unholy thing that takes on her form. Now, friend Arthur, do I have your permission to proceed in my work? Do as you will. There can be no greater horror than this. All right, Jack, clear away the host. Let this demon hide away like the animal it is. She's vanished. No, merely transformed. The vampire can take many forms. The wolf, the bat, and even mist. Mist? Did you not see the trail of mist creeping under the door of the tomb as you brushed away the barrier? Dear God, what monster is this? One that has survived countless centuries, feeding on the blood of the innocent and growing more powerful with each passing year. But now look, the sun is on the horizon. Now we can work. Arthur, I think it wise you do not remain for what comes next. Professor, please, no more games. I need you to tell me truly and honestly what exactly comes next. In order to free the host's soul, the vampire must have a wooden stake driven through its heart. Is this the only way? I'm afraid so. Professor, if anyone here should do it, I think it ought to be me. I'd never want to harm Lucy, but I think if she were able to choose... You are a good man, Arthur. Come, let us make brief this sad work. Professor, are you sure it's wise for us to be walking into the lion's den like this? Miss Lucy shall not rise again. The vampire strength ebbs and fades with the coming of the dawn. We will be quite safe. What was that? Look, there, lying in the middle of the tomb. Do you now see the change in her, gentlemen? The carnal features, the enlarged canine teeth... She is indeed Nosferatu. Good God. Poor Lucy. Don't worry, my boy. She shall be free soon enough. Come, Arthur. Stand by me. What must I do, Professor? Here. Take the stake in your left hand and place it over her heart. Now I shall read the prayer for the dead. Once I begin... You must take this hammer and strike in God's name. It is imperative that once you be gone, you do not falter. I... <sighs> Brave, my son. A moment's courage and it is done. Are you ready? Yes. I'm, I'm ready. Good. Let us begin. Padre omnium 
ut ad vitam ipsius lusi westerna. Omnis quas amamus et tamen iam non videt requiem eternum dona eis. Lux perpetua lusia deis. Cujus anime omnium defunctorum per misericordium dei requisiat in pace. Amen. You are a brave man, Mr. Holmwood. Come, look now into the casket. I'm not sure I can. Look, friend. See the change in her face? Gone is all twisted features that corrupted her beauty. Now she is one of God's true dead. Her soul is free now to walk among the angels. God be praised. It's over at last. No, my dear boy. I am afraid that our work tonight is only the beginning of a much greater battle. Tomorrow we must prepare ourselves for unspeakable horror. For we are about to go into war against the devil himself. Hello again, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to this episode 5 of Dracula. Just as a reminder, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter at Public Players and on Instagram at Public Domain Players. And be sure to share your reactions to the show with the hashtag PDPDracula. You can find Public Domain Players on Patreon as well and support us there. Go to patreon.com slash publicdomainplayers starting at just $1 a month. You can get early access to episodes, script downloads, early show announcements and cast announcements, behind-the-scenes sneak peeks, all sorts of fun things. We recognize not everybody is able to support monetarily, and we greatly appreciate those who are able to do that. If you can't, we just ask that you share the show with your friends and family and just help get the show out there so that more people can enjoy it. This episode was written by William Muir and directed by James Wipert. The cast for this episode appeared in the following order. Robert Fleet as Von Helsing. Anna May as Mina. John Martin as Jonathan. Ash Fox as the newsboy. Stuart Parks as Dracula. Chris Dunlap as Quincy Morris Andrew Biss as Dr. Jack Seward Larry Oblander as Arthur Holmwood Ash Fox appearing again as the child Kira McFarland as Lucy The artwork for Dracula as well as the Public Domain Players logo were created by Bad Otter Design. You can find them on Instagram at bad.otter and you should go to them for all of your graphic design needs. That is going to be it for this episode of Dracula. Stay tuned to your podcast feeds in two weeks because the next episode will be coming at you before you know it and you don't want to miss it. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time.